Super Talk Mississippi media production. Specializing in Ford, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams. CorinthAutoGroup.com and FordOfCorinth.com, where cars and happy drivers meet. Visit us now in person or online with the experience you deserve. Welcome to Weekend Gardening with your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, 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 hello. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you very much to all who serve, have served. The truth of the matter is we are the land of the free because of the brave and Every day should be Veterans Day as far as I'm concerned, so thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to acknowledge that. Welcome into Weekend Gardening. Guess what? It's cold at my house. It's probably cold at your house, too. <laughs> Woo! Now, I'm not a meteorologist, nor do I play one on TV, but I can tell you that if your question to me is, should I cover up X, Y, or Z plants, We're going to talk about that today because I'm Garden Mama, and I want you to be assured that not only is there chili on the stove and perhaps a loaf of bread in the oven if you're smarter than me and can bake, then this this is not only going to be a great day, it's also going to be a day when your plants are not going to suffer. So we will talk about it. Yes, we prove at this time of year and at times like this throughout the period of time between about now and, oh, I don't know, the spring equinox, that our plants have to be tougher than the plants in other places. You do understand, of course, that if we were in Ohio, hello, y'all, and other places such as that, things go dormant. The plants go to rest. They sit quietly, and no one bothers them until the spring wake-up occurs. Mm, not here. Here it's, okay, today we're going to grow. Now tomorrow we got to sit down. Today we got to jump up. Tomorrow we got to, oh, it's just terrible. If you're a plant and you can't take that, you want like a nice steady series of changing temperatures? You may bite it here. Here, however, the good news is we get to grow things through the winter that those folks can't. So your parsley and your pansies and all the bulbs that we're planting right now really do give us the opportunity to see things in a different way because we live where we garden 12 months out of the year. It's a little bit of a roller coaster, but who doesn't like a little bit of a roller coaster? Triple eight, eight zero eight. And yes, the weather's changing. You can hear it in my voice. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven is the Super Talk call line. I hope you'll use that. Six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five is the C Spire text line. And I count on y'all to at least about eighty percent of the time give me things on the text line that I can actually repeat on the radio. So I appreciate that very, very much. Y'all are fun. We will be talking to Donna Yowell this morning because I'm a lucky person. I get to continue to teach cut flower growing in her program. She's going to be here today to talk about that and talk about flower farming in Mississippi. And quite frankly, if you're not in Mississippi, you can listen, too. We we think everybody ought to grow more cut flowers. We're just particularly interested in the ones here. Okay. Speaking of Veterans Day, though, friends, it is uh, – Well, it was yesterday, technically, but the truth of the matter is that we should celebrate veterans every day. And in the state of Mississippi, that kind of goes on all the time. There are at least a dozen military museums up and down the state. 
if you're interested in what happened in some por- some portion of the military or some particular conflict, you'll find some information about it here. And mo- I'll curate it. I'll put it out there for you to enjoy and to learn from. So it's something to, to consider. I know that, you know, you know me. I'm, I'm a fan of the Blues Trail. I'm a fan of the Birding Trail. I'm a fan of all these things. But I think that the Military Museum Trail is something else that needs to be acknowledged. Okay? Okay. Speaking of birds, and I was, oh, my goodness, how cool is this? There are so many things going on in in our world that we get to find out and get to learn about. But one of the things that might, might actually hit me harder than some other things, there's a an unusual tendency for things to, shall we say, cross up a little bit. If you have ever grown, for example, Fatsia japonica, you may know that it is the parent, along with Heterohelix, which is English ivy, of a thing called Fatshedra, which is a rare intercross, all right? And it, it really is a beautiful plant that is an anomaly. We don't get that sort of cross-up all the time. And indeed, a hybrid bird is not something we get that often either. Beautiful thing. But how did this happen? The story begins, <laughs> as this beautiful article tells us. Penn State work, okay? A female rose-breasted grosbeak and a male scarlet tanager got together. And they created this new hybrid bird. It is indeed a healthy male offspring of the two of them, first ever documented of its kind. Now, the question for the birders and the researchers in this area is, how'd they ever get together? Because they don't nest in the same place. They they barely live in the same place. They've been on independent evolutionary trails forever. That would be like at least 10 million years until now. How did how does this happen? <clears throat> Excuse me, birders. <clears throat> Have you ever heard of Romeo and Juliet? Somebody told the tanager, you can't go over there and talk to the grosbeak. Somebody told the grosbeak, you can't go over there and flirt with the tanager. Well, that's about all you have to tell them. And finally, it happened. I love this. I, I really just, the, the coolest part is that it looks like a rose-breasted grosbeak, which is a beautiful bird, but sounds like a scarlet tanager when it sings. And congratulations, nature is wilder and weirder than anything we could imagine. (laughs) Beautiful bird, by the way. Today, just about now, they're opening up out at my home, my old home, the Clinton Community Nature Center in Clinton, Mississippi, for the plant sale. I love that. I love when it happens. I love when they talk about it. I love how they talk about it. And it, it is one of the best sales that you'll run into, particularly for native plants. So go see them in Clinton, okay? I have questions today from uh, lots of sources. <laughs> Y'all are, you know, it's it's interesting. We don't always ask things at the wrong time, but we do ask things some, maybe six months off in the in the sense of when can I do this? And my, my saddest answer is always just wait, just wait. <laughs> but I do have to tell you that sometimes. I have thought at times about, putting out a calendar that has that just wait you know it says for example in september the question would be when can i prune my grapes and the answer is just wait because you have to wait until the winter to do that that's one of the questions that came to me this week 
when you post in the Garden Mama group on Facebook, if you happen to be part of that um, that group, which is which is now private because it got run over by some people that had opinions, quite frankly, that I, as the person with my name on it, did not like. And I had to ask them to step step aside and go form their own group. And also there were a lot of things that were being asked that were not gardening questions. So that's why I took it private. So we could talk just about plants, put up pictures of pretty things, show off flowers, show off what's going on in the garden. And so there are questions, though, that come into the to, to me, to the administrator, that don't have a picture. And I have said now for many months that if you don't have a picture, it's not going to get posted. Therefore, people put them in there so that I'll answer them right here. And one was, when can I prune grapevines? That would be January. When can I move clematis vine? Anytime between now and about February is terrific. when When you're digging a plant up and transplanting it to someplace else, The best thing to understand is that you need the soil prepared where you're going before you dig the plant up. I know you can't always do that. Somebody offers you something, you take out the trowel and off we go. But if you're planning this particular adventure, prepare the soil where you're going to be first and then go and get the other plant. Okay. Let's see. Um, How much can you cut back hibiscus when you're taking them out of the ground for winter? Well, the the shock of the roots being taken out of the ground is one thing and the shock of having to support the top is another and then the shock of going indoors from the humidity outside to the drier air inside is a third shock so i'm going to say take off half the top and take up as much roots as you possibly can and give yourself the opportunity to baby that plant just a little bit don't put it in the brightest window you have put it in a a room that has bright light but isn't going to stress that transpiration effect too much Make sure that it doesn't dry out, but don't overwater it. Do I sound like I'm hesitant to even do this project? Yeah, you need a greenhouse to keep hibiscus over the winter. But people do it, and I have done it myself. So I'm not going to dissuade you. I'm just going to say it takes a little doing. Let's see what else. Oh, from the Gulf Coast, um, how to winterize a pineapple plant. Well, Mostly just don't let it freeze. If it's in, a, if it's outdoors, you're gonna ha- you you may have to put a top over it. Kind of depends on what stage of growth it's at because they are a, 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 a tropical plant, but they can take a lot. So it depends on how cold the temperatures get. You may want to cover it if it's outside. On the other hand, if it's growing in a container, just put it inside the garage or put it in in the laundry room or something on those cold nights. It'll be fine. You can, however, if you have space, you can grow them indoors. I've done that before because they're so pretty. Um, I lived somewhere that there was a whole bank of them, and, and it was it was really pretty that winter. Twinkly lights and everything. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven. That is the telephone number here. Thank you very much. And the ceasefire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Let's see. Um, John's in Florence on the text line, and the wisteria's growing into the wooden fence. I need to paint the fence. When can I prune the wisteria? Well, if you are smart, you will wait to prune the wisteria until January because that will be a, that be the time you can influence its flowering for next year. But I, I do always tell you that if you got to do something, just take the plant off and understand that you may lose the flowers for next year, but go ahead and do the pruning that you need to do if you have to prune it. If you If you can just literally remove it, 
and lay it down on the ground or something like that while you're painting, that's one thing. But if you have to prune it because you have to paint, then be aware you will probably lose some of the flowers for next year. Okay. We prune wisterias the same way we prune grapes. Um, and we, we're, we're, we're reluctant to prune them, but we should because we can get a whole lot more flowers and fruit in the case of grapes. If we will do the pruning in January, we're, we have a, a long cane and you, Cut those to the shortness, to the short level that you need to because you've got them on a trellis or a fence or you're trying to stimulate growth because they've gotten wimpy or whatever the reason is. Then you go back along that cane and everywhere that there's a T coming off, a branch coming off of it, you shorten those down to a few inches, just a couple of inches. And that's where you'll get more flowers and fruit in the case of wisteria and, of course, in the case of our friends, the grapes. Okay, so that's about all I know. Those are the two things that I know about wisteria and grapes. I have done both of those things to great success. Now, I have also ignored them some years and really wished that I had pruned. <laughs> so that's some of the things that I'm, I'm doing now. Um, I'm celebrating today because one of my neighbors that I don't know on the back side of my property had a big tree cut down yesterday. And, I mean, it was a project. We Our trees are at least... Our trees are 70 years old anyway in the neighborhood. And this was a, a one that was endangering their house. And I'm so happy because it puts more sun in the back end of my garden. <laughs> so I get to take advantage. Let's see. Um, tell me what's going on with Mike. Mike. I can see that there's I can see that there's writing on the screen that has Mike's yeah. name attached to it. Mike from Houston was driving and uh, he he wasn't going to be able to turn the radio down to listen and and talk. So he, his question was he had just harvested quite a bit of seed uh, that I, I guess from the red cypress or he didn't really quite know cypress what, vine. The cypress mm-hmm. vine mm-hmm. And and he he had tons of it and he really didn't know what to do with it at this time of year. Should he store it or was there something else that you would recommend that he do with that? Well, it's a reseeder. If it's been in one spot, it's going to fall fall down, and next spring a certain percentage of those are going to come up. But, yes, you can also save the seed. There are people who have been um, eaten alive by this vine who would tell you that what you should do is go down the road and let it all blow out the back of your car as you're going because you don't need any more of it. I like cypress vine, but it does need a place to be. It's it's a very fine textured vine and very aggressive. It is also a hummingbird magnet and a beautiful, beautiful little tiny flower. It's a matter of how much you can stand to have as to how much you want to grow because it will reseed. So, yeah, keep some. Give some away if you can, Mike, because... Believe you me, you don't need all of them. There's tons around Carrie's house, and the people that had owned it years ago must have planted quite a bit for hummingbirds because, boy, it comes back and back. And it's I have a couple of plants right now that are still flowering. Sure, and they're sure. beautiful. It's an odd little, uh, you know, a, a odd little uh, leaf on it. it well, and that's cool. that's really the anomaly. Well, the misnomer, misnomer I should say, because they don't cypress doesn't actually look like that. But it looks closer to that than it does to other things. So they, when they were looking for a name for it, but it's an Ipomea. It's in the Morning Glory family. It's related to Morning Glory and to Love Lies Bleeding and the, not Love Lies Bleeding, I'm sorry. Um, whatever that other one is that, but the, all those morning, all that whole Morning Glory family is very tenacious when they get going. That's why we have, much like we have a, 
Japanese honeysuckle that is considered a vermin almost because it will eat your azaleas and your you know your other shrubs terribly much and do some damage to them. But we also have red coral honeysuckle that is the neatest plant in the world and an absolute joy to have in your garden. So there's there's different ones of different different levels of, of appreciation. Morning glories that are known as tie vines, for example, are not such a favorite. <laughs> not such a favorite. I am one who is uh, particularly enamored of breathing exercises. I know it doesn't sound like it today because I'm kind of croaky. But I was lucky enough to be put in a band, put in band in, in school when I was eight. And in learning to play the flute, but also anything else, clarinet, trombone, and, and anything else that they would let you play, you had to learn breathing exercise. You had to learn to breathe from your diaphragm in order to carry the tune into the piece of music. You know, it it just works like that. So ever since then, I have been fascinated by meditative breathing exercises, stress control, reducing tension, those kinds of things. And now... I've always thought of it as something that you did because you wanted to sort of ameliorate a situation or take a little time to think about things. You know, something, it's a, it's a, a useful skill to be able to breathe. Turns out, though, that breathing actually shapes the way that your brain is formed. So now i got to think about, well, what if I hadn't played the flute? What if you hadn't sung in the choir? What if, what if? Life's full of what ifs. I'm just ha- I'm just glad that one worked out. See, this was not on there when I looked at the songs this morning. So now they're all changed. We're going to have to go back and do it again. It ain't summer in the city, folks, but this is weekend gardening. But at night it's a different world Go out and find a girl Come on, come on and dance all night Just like the heat, it'll be alright And babe, don't you know it's a pity The days can't be like the night Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat, and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. Bancorp South Bank and Cadence Bank have come together to form a new, even better bank. The new Cadence is more than a merger. Together, we offer more convenience, accessibility, and simplicity through an expanded branch network, secure technology, and enhanced products and services. It's the best of both banks from the same financial services experts you know and trust. Cadence Bank, helping opportunity take shape. Visit cadencebank.com slash the new Cadence. Member FDIC. 
Gift certificates from Dr. Bobby C. Panky and Associates in Clinton and Richland make great holiday gifts. With an Optical 2000 gift certificate, you can choose from your favorite style and color of glasses or sunglasses you'll enjoy for years to come. From top designers like Kate Spade, Ray-Ban, Michael Coors, Coach, Ralph Lauren, Versace, and more. Get your holiday gift certificate now at Optical 2000 in Clinton and Richland. Click to call a clinic near you at optical-2000.com. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Paz Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Paz Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Paz reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paz. It's good medicine. He sent me to... Run! Get to the car! It's coming! Start the car! What are you waiting for? I knew I should have gotten a Ridgeland Mitsubishi! Get rid of that creepy old car you've been driving around in and upgrade to a new vehicle today at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We have new inventory arriving daily with ghoulish deals. We have Mirage, Outlander, Outlander Sports, and more. All in stock and more in transit. And we're offering super low 2.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Is your credit history spooky? Our credit team will work to get you approved no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. We want your trade. We'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving Dinner alive. So come save like never before with scary good deals at Ridge or Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgeLandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridge or Mitsubishi. With for credit deals, take Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Um, with some interest that, that, that the comedian Gallagher passed away. Now, you can say what you want about him. I had the great pleasure of seeing him in person once, and it was hilarious. I, I couldn't imagine my... It, 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 people said it was the equivalent of breaking guitars on stage, which I also saw. No, it wasn't. Um, he had a whole lot to say, and that was just kind of the coup de grace of his whole performance was this violence on produce but one of the things about him was that he was always teaching other comics and i am a person who follows a couple of comics here and there elaine boozler is one that i'm particularly fond of if you don't know her work you should look it up she posted today what i think might be the best tribute to him it of course was watermelons in a grocery store with rest in peace Gallagher on the sign where the price next to the price, okay, that's sweet. 
that people actually thought of him to that extent and, to, and in that way. There are a lot of others of his jokes that he blew up a lot of things and chopped up a lot of things. But I thought that was kind of nice. And it leads you to think, what would people do to honor you? So if you think of those things, send me a note, mama on air at yahoo.com. I'm not going to write a book. I'm just curious. <laughs> One of the things that we do look at in our, in our world are the words. Let's face it. Um, there's a lot of stuff that people, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated, as you well know, by studies that are done in the, in the scientific method and that, that work here and work there. But I also have to say that there's an awful lot of interest to me in where the words come from and how we use them and who used them first and all those kinds of things. Women are always assumed, and this has been done a lot of studies, that women are superior in verbal fluency, verbal memory, in other words, using words and understanding what they mean and and calling them back up to use them again. But the last time they really looked at this was back in the 80s, and things have changed a good bit since then. There's an interesting bit of study going on right now. So if you are a wordsmith and you happen to be male, don't let all of this get past you. Understand that you, too, have the opportunity. Textbooks and popular science books all tell you that women are better at finding words, at picking the word out, at learning the words. By the way, I don't like word search puzzles, so maybe I'm not living up to my gender in this particular case. But, for example, um, if you have... If you give a letter out and say name words, women generally speaking in those tests can can deliver half again as many words as the average man in the test. This is not to say that men don't know words. Obviously, they do. But it does kind of put into focus the whole business about whether we use them or not, because the men know the words. okay? and what they found out, of course, the ability part of it, the, the putting the word to the work is the area that they're focusing on to help men figure out that, yes, indeed, they are as good as women in this case. We'll see. We shall see. (laughs) One of the things that's going on in my garden this week is all these leaves. Good grief. The, The acorn storm has continued, and I have been pelted a few times this week. You probably have, too. Um, but one of the questions is always, what do I do with all this? And if I put the acorns in the compost, are they going to come up? The answer is yes, some of them will, but not all. And they will break down. However, if you happen to come up with, and you, if you wait long enough to rake your leaves, you will come up with areas where the squirrels have harvested the acorns. So it'll be like, oh, a foot and a half across and two inches deep just in acorns. I will advise you to crush those first because you don't want to put that many in. You may end up with an oak tree farm in your compost heap. <laughs> it's funny you say that. But it's true, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. It, you know, after the floods in the Delta, you run out all the squirrels and you run out all of the, the deer. And then so when the floods recede and, and all those uh, the, the oak trees start dropping again, I remember late last year or, or the springtime, uh, it was absolutely amazing to see Without the wildlife to help you eat up some of those, how many bazillions? There, there. That's a good number for it too. That's a good number for it. I have, um, I have a very, I have squirrels that yell at me and throw things. Okay, so I have, I have a very aggressive group of squirrels, and I am 
not convinced that part of the reason that they dislike me so much is my ability to dig up their, move their acorns. I'll find those hoards, those caches that they have. And if I leave that there, they're only going to eat a a few. And I'm going to end up with oak trees coming up everywhere in that particular area of the garden. And it, it is not, not easy. Did people talk baby talk to you when you were little? You don't remember, but did you talk baby talk to anybody else? Well, sometimes, sometimes we are told, we've been told a lot that, that little babies respond higher, better to higher pitched voices, which of course we in the alto and lower range never have found to be true. They listen to us or don't it similarly, okay? But a study by the University of York has revealed that indeed, in the 36 languages that they went went in and looked at, baby talk actually has the same cadence and vibe and 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 background as that. And I think that's really very cool. Um, they've used a, what they did was to study studies. Um, that's the meta analytic analytic method. They examined all the previous studies that investigated the sound properties and tried to find out. What, what each one had, and what they found was an incredible overlay of the same kinds of things. Um, the exaggerated vowel sounds, it's a little different in other, other languages, but it is exactly the, the, there are other things that are extended. We do tend to make things rhyme in, in every language. We tend to make things have a certain cadence and a certain rhythm to them, which I think is wonderful. Now, and we do change. We, we always have to remember we're trying to teach children to speak in, a, in an adult way, at least at some point. You know, we want them to, to have their own voice. And so as a result of that, you don't talk baby talk forever. But I think it's interesting to find out that the same basic tone and cadence goes in no matter what language you are doing. That's fun. This may be my best uh, story of the day, and I'm, I'm probably not even going to finish into it this morning. Uh, there's so much to study about it. But um, how, what do I love more than I love the stories about gut microbes and, and, and gardening takes guts and all of these things and our understanding how important that part of our body is to the rest of us? Well, perhaps the only other thing I love more are tomatoes. And now Ohio State University has given us a study. Two weeks of eating a diet heavy in tomatoes increase the diversity of gut microbes. Now, for those of you who hate tomatoes, I'm sure there's something else you can do. But for those of us who wonder if we're eating too many, I think I may have found out that we're not. It's pretty interesting stuff. I like it. Let's see. Um, this is, I don't know, that we're going to say it's Mary from Meridian, I don't know. Some live oaks about 15 years old, and a couple of them keep growing sprouts around the roots and the drip line. How do I keep these from coming up? And I torch them a couple of times a year. That's probably the best way to do it. Um, If you are able to mulch around the base of the tree, that will help some. If you are able to, if, if, for example, if the lawn goes all the way up to the tree, and you're putting fertilizer in the lawn, you may be getting overgrowth because of the nitrogen that's in the soil. And it would be a, a, a more conservative way to do it, to mulch around the trees, which will also help to suppress those root sprouts. Um, now, let's see if, hey, Stacy from Summit, I knew it was going to be an alliterate. 
So thank you. Um, By the way, those of you who don't know how fond we are of one another, we whose names are alliterative, like Nellie Neal and Stacy from Summit, things that we can do to put two letters together, just tickle all of us. Did you know that almost everybody has a word that they like to say just because they like the sound, the way that it sounds coming out of their mouth? Think about it. You might have one. You might have more than one. But just about everybody has at least one word that they really like. And they also, conversely, have one that they don't like to say. I'm not going to give away anything, but you tell me, okay? (laughs) I actually have to tell you that, Stacey, the torching is the best way to handle this because it is right there, right now, and, and that's all you have to do. If you can get there when they're still small, 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 and you could actually rub that sprout off with your thumb, you know, in other words, it's it's still less than the size around of a pencil. If you can rub it off with your thumb, that is said sometimes to work better. And I can't vouch for that. I haven't seen a study about it. I, know, I do know people who do it. But generally speaking, if there's any nitrogen fertilizer near the base of the tree, that's going to increase it. And it's also true that if you've got the opportunity to mulch around the tree, you'll be able to suppress some of that growth and also be able not to use as much fertilizer. But it is true, in fact, that torching it is perfect. Amanda says uh, she, she does talk baby talk to her dog, but she sang in conversations with her boys and they love music. Isn't that wonderful? Wouldn't it be great if your kids, when they think of you, when they think of mama, they think of, of a musical voice? How nice is that? Very cool. Very delightful. So we're, I'm working on tomatoes and, and your, your guts. It's going to be, it's much better. They do shift it, however. It's one of the things they want you to know. So anyway, they, what they used, in case you needed to know, are typical canned tomatoes. <laughs> so we'll talk about that at length at another point. There's so many stories about critters today. I'm, I just the, the, it's there's so much stuff. Um, <laughs> Andy's in Jackson. <laughs> um, yes. Yes, Andy has the Andy has the squirrels that I have, and and this is a gorgeous picture. It says it could be the subject of a Stephen King movie. It, there, there are. It's almost too frightening. And the good news is that we grew up on Chip and Dale, so we thought that those little sorts of creatures were going to be were going to be friendly. Well, then they're the angry beavers, you know. So what, we have to learn over over time. We have to learn. Their aim, I, their aim is getting better, I can tell. That's they, what we hope. They, they've been practicing more. The, they, the squirrels are dropping they're, everything. They're definitely, they're definitely able to get me. Um, when the neighbor was cutting down the tree on the backside, I was really hoping that the neighbor on the other side would cut down the crab apple that shades my greenhouse and also is a real serious case of ammunition for my squirrels. <laughs> they like those little hard crab apples. <laughs> for sure. Still on the text line today. Um, oh, yeah, you're right, Andrea says onomatopoeia. That's a wonderful word to say, isn't it? <laughs> That's a great one. Tell me what you like. So ceasefire text line is 601-879-4395. Well, I am one of those people that has a fascination for not only creatures, but people who study creatures. Because it always seems like the studies that come out about animals are 
things that you might have asked when you were four or things you might have wondered about when you were 10 and couldn't find anything to look up to tell you. This is really interesting. The, uh, the Libritz Institute for Zoo and Wildlife Research has done a study that's different from the ones that we've done before about the elephant's trunk. Now, the elephant's trunk is generally studied in, in cases of how far can cells move themselves, how, how, how much dexterity is there, um, what can the elephant do with the trunk, and the sounds sometimes that are made, you know, the trumpeting and all those things, those are all studied. But in this case, they're trying to study the actual what, how, who, what. And in this case, it's facial mus- muscles that control it in many, many ways. The facial motor control in elephants is distinct. It has far more muscles in in the arsenal their their face, their ears, and their trunks. They have more muscles than human beings just in that part of their body. And indeed, they perform everything from picking up a peanut to taking down prey. Okay? It's a very powerful and very diverse set of muscles. What they've been doing is both the African and Asian elephants' facial motor arrangement has been studied in this basically trying to get into understanding how their brains do these things it's really interesting and the differences are that the african elephants in particular have prominent neuron clusters for the control of the trunks fingers that dexterity you wouldn't want to get into a dice game with one of them you know one of the things that we talk about here is what do you do when you're gardening do you listen to weekend gardening? Yeah, I hope so. Are you watering the plants in the house today? Sure you are. Are you taking the rest of the leaves out? Yep, I've been doing that. And I got to tell you, my Bill Burgie is starting to bloom. You want one? I got about four left to sell. I'm Garden Mom. I'm always growing something. What are you doing? Come on back around. This is Weekend Gardening. is about overcoming obstacles. This is Ernie Johnson Jr., and those are the stories I love to tell in the broadcast booth. But the courage of college athletes is more than matched by another group of young men, the boys fighting Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's the most prolific genetic killer diagnosed in childhood, and there's no cure. But college football coaches are doing something about it, and you can help. It's called Coach to Cure MD. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill or go online at coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501 today. Help college football coaches cure MD. You'll be proud you did. Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association. If you're one of the 100 million Americans who suffer from high blood pressure, this is for you. New Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure is specially formulated for people with high blood pressure. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free and alcohol-free. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is also decongestant-free, unlike some ordinary cold medicines. So look for Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure. 
The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold, and flu for people with high blood pressure? Medicine. Use as directed. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. You want it. You need it. Here's how you get it. Miss Kelly's Veterans Day Sale. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday. Save up to $500 plus 60 months financing. You want it. You need it. Get it now. From our huge selection of in-stock inventory, big discounts, no down payment, and no waiting. Four days only at all Miss Kelly's locations. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Garden Mama here. Lakeland Yard and Garden Center has what you're looking for in its full-service nursery and garden center, greenhouse, and garden shop. Meet the professional staff at Lakeland, always ready to help you with trees and shrubs and patio furnishings, tables and cushions for entertaining, as well as pumpkins and pansies, plus soils, mulches, and amendments for your landscape and container plants. Lakeland has seeds and plants for your fall vegetable garden, too. Listen to your mama now. We're growing your way at Lakeland Yard and Garden Center, Lakeland Drive and Airport Road. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Welcome into Weekend Gardening. Thank you so much for being here today. We've got an awful lot of good questions coming in. Good morning, Garden Mama. This is Gloria from Clinton. Hey, Gloria. Do you recommend raking the leaves off the yard or leave them until spring? I'm a raker, um, but he, but the truth of the matter is, as long as it's not deeper than about an inch all, overall, you're fine. They'll rot. I know the idea is that they will turn into compost and just fall into the lawn. That's true to a certain extent. If it gets much more than an inch deep in the flower bed or in the lawn, however, we end up so that if there's not a lot of rain, the rain just waters the leaves and never gets to the soil below. And if it gets a whole lot deeper, it can actually shade out the lawn so that things are favored like weeds that appreciate shade as opposed to lawn grass. So I'm a raker. I'm not a manic. I don't go out every week and, and, and get every leaf by any means. If you could see my house, you'd understand why. But I have a lot of, I have a lot of leaves and a lot of pine straw. And the, the good news is that it can get done. 
The really good news is that it eventually, not the pine straw, but the leaves, turns into about the size of a small Volkswagen and makes a lot of compost, a lot of leaf mold every year. That's nice. Okay, okay. Um, Let's see. Where else have I been here? Been reading all these onomatopoeia. Love that. Um, Let's see. Bird seed and flowers in your feeders. Oh, that the that the birds that the the squirrels won't eat the uh, if you put hot pepper in your bird feeders. Well, I, I actually they, I don't have that problem. My birds are just about as aggressive as my squirrels, but I appreciate the tip. There are sometimes <laughs> sometimes there are times when you really do need to keep them out. That's for sure. Let's see. Um, I can't see what that is, but I'll look at. I'll I'll try and crawl in during the break and see if I can figure out what it is. It closes at night and opens in the daytime. This is Terry in Bassfield, and it looks like it's a purple flower, but I I can't get close enough to it right now to look. I will look, however. How come some people just get bitten by mosquitoes every single day, no matter what the weather? Cold, hot doesn't make any difference. They're they're going to be. The ones that uh, have a real problem. Rockefeller University is finally giving us some scoop on this. Now, female mosquitoes are going to find human beings. Okay, that's the first thing. But some of us get something about our skin is what we're looking at in this particular case. It's impossible to hide from a female mosquito, as they say. Um, she will hunt down any member of the human species, body heat, body odor, the CO2 that you exhale, all of those things are very attractive to female mosquitoes. But your blood type, your blood sugar level, if whether you have eaten garlic or bananas regularly recently, whether you're a woman and whether you're a child, all of these things have been the deposits. Okay, through my life, I have been all those things. You eat too many bananas, you're a girl. You're, you know, I've had all of those reasons explained to me why I can stand on the same porch with ten other people and get four bites when they don't get any. However, there's not much data for any of those things. So, these this particular study at Rockefeller University is trying to figure this out. Is it individual odor variations that are connected to, yes, the skin biota? What's what's actually in your skin? All right. They published in Cell because that's where that would go. What they demonstrated is that fatty acids emanating from the skin may be the most intense attractant, the headiest perfume, the one that you just can't resist. You have to go over and, and ask him to dance. You can't help yourself. Okay, it's it's true. And in this particular case, <laughs> for multiple days, yeah. What they did was to put hose on your hand, like a, like a, a, a pantyhose on your arm, and, and test these different biotas and move them around between people. And they found out that this particular set, just this one particular set of fatty acids, were the ones that the mosquitoes went for first. I feel confident that we will now be seeing repellents that that tell us that that's what they're going to keep from producing. I don't know if you can do that externally, but we shall find out. We shall find out. I have several bits and pieces of lettuce growing. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of picking today. But, yes, when the temperatures are going to rage along in the 50s, even though the lettuce can, can take it and then go into the 40s and then drop into freezing in my backyard, I'm covering it up, and the reason I'm covering it up is real simple. 
I want it to be there when I when the weather turns back. I'm not covering it tightly, but I'm covering it so that it the top at least will not get burned. These things are in gigantic containers, so they're not going to be they're not going to freeze. It's not that cold. But if you want to know about that, I'm not covering up my sasanquas though that are in bud, and they are in beautiful bud. Um, I've just gotten the first flowers this week. <laughs> I love this. Um, my, Big Mike in Madison is letting us know about the the squirrels learning to stay away and the deer too. I, my, my best story about deer repellent. Oh gosh, I'm, I can't even remember what year this was. Somewhere in the '90s, after I got to Mississippi. And a lady said to me at a garden club meeting that I was speaking to, she had, her over the years, she had had a drawer that accumulated soap on a rope because it would, some, you know, they gave it to her husband, gave it to her kids, and none of them used it. Frankly, everybody thought soap on a rope was too cute to use, so lots of people have it in their drawers back when that was a popular thing. And she hung it outside for the, to keep the deer out of the garden, and that worked. I also heard from someone else that bleach on fabric hung in the garden would also do that. I I have to tell you that I pref- I don't even I, I do like a I do like a deer fence, but I don't want all these other things hanging around myself. I'm it's taking away from my my garden experience. <laughs> or maybe it doesn't cuz we we know that our memories are are really um very dependent on day and time, it turns out. Happy people, people who could perceive themselves as happy, do tend to overstate how things have gotten better over time, whereas people who are generally speaking, you ask them today, are you happy? And they say no. They will actually overstate how their happiness has come apart. In other words, we both tend to exaggerate because that's the nature of humanity. You know that it is true that over time, what you experienced, whether it was magnificent or whether, I mean, whatever way it was magnificent, it may have been magnificently wonderful or it may have been magnificently awful, your brain does massage those things at least a little bit and that that is part of the purpose of continuing to live is for our brains to be able to do that for us. But if we are always trying to figure out if we are happy, people tend to think, people tend to be able to tell you how they used to feel but even that is colored by how they feel today. So the question of, was I happy then? Did, did that make me happy? Was I happy then? Those are questions that are relative, and oftentimes, as we're understanding now, this particular bit of research is coming to us from the Association for Psychological Science. It's telling us that, in fact, the reason that happiness can seem so elusive is that our current feelings actually do interfere and work on top of the things that we remember from particularly the way that we, however we felt in terms of our well-being. I I do wonder sometimes, because I have such fond memories of some things that have been happened in my life, I wonder if I was that happy then, or <laughs> if it just looks that way <laughs> as I cast my memory back. What do you think? That's something to consider, isn't it? Something everybody should consider. I'm happy to tell you that this is the beginning of um, a fascinating time of year. In, if you're a person that likes to go to Christmas Island, it's time for the red crab migration, friends. 
<laughs> we will talk about that. We'll talk about some other things. And then coming up in uh, the, the second half of the hour, we're going to get you excited about cut flowers, growing them in Mississippi, and, in fact, how you can get involved your very own self with my friend, the amazing Donna Yowell. Stick around. Go plant some onions if you want to. Yeah, I did that this week, too. Yep, we're busy. It's gardening time. This is Weekend Gardening. This is Ernie Johnson, Jr. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. And college coaches work hard to help young men overcome Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's called Coach to Cure MD, and you can help. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online to coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501. Help coaches cure MD. Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association. Call toll-free. Welcome back. We're talking to Bob and his wife about doghouse living. Well, it's okay. Our doghouse is a double wide and two stories at that. Wow. An alternative for today's high-priced homes. Really? Try having your feet hang out all winter. Yeah, it's challenging. Folks, stay out of the doghouse by calling 811 before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. Do you like saving money? Then don't be a turkey. And overpay for your next vehicle. Head to Mazda of Jackson and scoop up a brand new Mazda today. Every car, SUV, and crossover in stock is priced to move. Get super low 2.9% financing for 60 months on new 2023 Mazda CX-9s. And 3.9% financing for 60 months on new 2023 Mazda CX-5s. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. Have a clunker that you're looking to trade in? Let us give you top dollar for it and get you one step closer to your new ride. At Mazda of Jackson, we offer more selection, more savings, and more affordable monthly payments every single day, period. Remember, we have the best credit team around, and 100% credit approval is our number one goal. So don't be a turkey and overpay for your next vehicle. Get to Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. With group credit, like Mo, see you for details. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Florida Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A federal judge struck down President Biden's student loan forgiveness program Thursday, declaring it unlawful. District Judge Mark Pittman ruled that the program was an unconstitutional exercise of Congress's legislative power. The Department of Education technically receives its authority to make rules from Congress. As such, Judge Pittman ruled that the agency is required to show that it has clear authorization from Congress for the program. The debt relief program would forgive up to $10,000 in student loans for borrowers that make under $125,000 and up to $20,000 for those who receive Pell Grants. And the groundbreaking for what will be the state's first-ever medical apprenticeship program took place on the coast Thursday. The Singing River Healthcare Academy in Biloxi will allow for expanded training opportunities and apprenticeship operations for several specialties in the healthcare field and eventually offer immediate employment to qualified graduates. 1,000 or more students are expected to receive training through the program in its first year. 
This is Ernie Johnson Jr. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. And college coaches work hard to help young men overcome Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's called Coach to Cure MD and you can help. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online to coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501. Help coaches cure MD. Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association. Please never use gas appliances for purposes which they are not intended. A gas oven should never be used for heating purposes and never store flammable materials inside propane cylinders. The Mississippi Propane Gas Association takes pride in protecting your home or business. We ensure that our products are delivered in compliance with the highest industry safety standards. Plus, we offer free gas checks for our customers. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. The Mississippi River has been hitting historically low water levels, and since it's used to ship products like grain, corn, soybeans, fuel, and concrete, it can affect prices. Austin Golding with Golding Barge Line told us about the effect on barge traffic. You know, we've had yeah. uh, a lot a, a lot of rain actually come through the, the Mid-Valley, uh, but a lot of it just soaked into the ground. You know, we're so so yeah. far behind on rainfall that we're working towards runoff. We're in a good space. I think we're looking better for the next two weeks than we were uh, the last two weeks, but at the same time, we're kind of getting back in that cycle where there's no rain forecast for the next 10 to 16 days. He thinks it's something we'll be dealing with into the spring. Right now, it's guaranteed to be with us as a problem in December. Um, you know, but you know, we're operating and we're operating at a at a reduced capacity, but we are operating. It's been a decade since water levels have been this low. They're so low that in some areas the salt water from the Gulf of Mexico is rushing upstream to fill the gap. In Sports Mississippi, I'm Dixon Williams. Two big ball games in the state of Mississippi today. Ole Miss takes on Alabama and Oxford. That's a 2.30 kick at Vaudemere Stadium. 12.30 is the airtime on the Ole Miss Football Network. The Crimson Tide comes in at 7-2 with a loss to LSU last week. They're 4-2 in the Southeastern Conference, while Ole Miss comes in 8-1 and 4-1 in the Southeastern Conference, and their only loss is to LSU. And then Mississippi State takes on Georgia tonight in Starkville, and that's a 6 o'clock kick at Scott Field, 4 o'clock airtime on the MSU Football Network. The Bulldogs come in at 6-3, and 3-3 three, three and three in the SEC, while Georgia comes in number one in the polls at 9-0 and 6-0 in the Southeast Conference. Southern Miss Golden Eagles are on the road to Coastal Carolina trying to get back in the win column. They're 5-4, and 3-2 and two in the Sun Belt, while Carolina comes in at 8-1, Five and one. They'll kick off at six thirty in Conway, South Carolina. This is Sports Mississippi. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work. Or in some cases, no work at all. Costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. 
The Junior College State Championship is on the line when East Mississippi travels to Northwest in Senatobia for the game this afternoon. The East Mississippi Lions advanced to their eighth conference championship game in 14 years with a 38-27 to win over Gulf Coast last Saturday. And the two-time defending champion Northwest Rangers got into the championship game by knocking off Jones coming from behind 38-35. to The East Mississippi Lions are 7-3, while the Northwest Rangers are 10-0. And if the Rangers can pull off the win in the championship game over East Mississippi today, then they will host a playoff game in the National Junior College playoffs. If Iowa Western defeats number one ranked Hutch, then the Rangers will be the top seed in those playoffs. I'm Dixon Williams, and it's the Super Talk Sports Mississippi. your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mama's on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, 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 baby. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for putting weekend gardening in your ear. You might be here with me. And Lance live on Saturday. You might be listening to a rebroadcast. You might be listening on demand. You might be listening to a podcast. However you're doing that, thank you. Appreciate you very, very much. Radio's radio because there's listeners. Okay? That's just the way it is. Now, what are we going to talk about today? Well, first of all, if you are kind enough to tune in to... Uh, supertalk.tv, you will see that I am dressed appropriately for the veterans' holiday. Yes, that's right, I'm wearing Rosie the Riveter. Now, Rosie the Riveter has gotten a little controversial here, as you might not, you might not, you might say, why in the how in the world could she be? Guess what? Rosie the Riveter was, represents the women who worked in the plants, the military plants in World War II particularly. It's a, it's a little bit longer history than that, but that's the ones that we identify with, all right? They are quite a few ages. <laughs> They're not all as young and cute as the girl on here on this sweatshirt. Some of them were a little older. Some of them were perhaps a little grayer. Some of them were not the same religion as the others. Some of them were different races. Women went to work in ways that had not been seen before because we were not allowed into the military in the ways that would have made, uh, for example, they, they did not draft women in those days. So one of the best bosses that I ever had is a person who went from, his family went from Louisiana to California because his father was a military man and his mother worked in a plant. He went on to be an ABA basketball player and one of the best bosses that I ever had in my career, okay? I'm, so I understand and I know these people. I have met them. And it tickles me to be able to have a poster, to be able to have a sweatshirt, to be able to, have, to actually have several other things from Rosie the Riveter because everybody knows I like her. Well, I and, wore my favorite shirt today, my Fondren shirt for that's you. That's a good and shirt. Then, and then you wear the Rosie the Riveter, which I'm, I loved. I, I was going to mention that. But you talk about uh, women in that era doing different jobs and, and being exposed to things as the men had to leave. And uh, one of my favorite 
favorite movies is A League of Their Own. Uh, it's yeah. absolutely, I love that. Being a baseball person, uh, but then, you know, they have the little series that they've started. And I hadn't really been able to get into it as much, but uh, I think I'm going to have well, to Well, that's because the time. movie was so... It's so good. Stellar. It was. Know? I mean, it's hard to beat that. And, I There's mean, Tom no crying Hanks, in baseball. Yeah, Come I mean, on. I mean, the one-liners in that is just so good. But Even what, Madonna looked good. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm sorry. That was mean. That was mean. I was judgmental. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was something. I have been... Uh, I was a fan of that... I, I grew up playing baseball. I grew up with all of that, and I'm kind of glad I never had to put a skirt on to play. <laughs> but I recognize that that's where culottes came from, so okay. <laughs> Fascinating stuff, though. And as I've, I mentioned in the previous hour and probably should have said more about, we have a fabulous group of military museums in the state of Mississippi. So you you can't tell me if you're looking for something to do, something somewhere you can take the family, something you can learn something, someplace you can can spend some time, you'll find it. It's within it's within driving distance of where you are if it isn't around the corner. So give yourself that opportunity and of course because this is the Veterans Day weekend, we thank those who served from the bottom of our hearts every day. Because, you know, we're free today. Because you served everywhere and do so every day. And we thank you very much for that. Now, if you're planning a trip for this holiday, because, yes, the official federal holiday is on Monday, you may or may not be going to the Christmas Islands. Christmas Island, rather. Uh, There's only one. Australia has quite a bunch of interesting, as we know, flora and fauna. Um, we think of the cane toads hopping across the highway perhaps as the most dramatic that we've understood. But the red crabs, of course, fascinate me. Indeed, this is uh, the biggest tourist attraction on Christmas Island because they're everywhere. They're everywhere. According to Parks Australia, I love that, millions, not just a few, millions of the large red crabs come out of the forest heading to the water for breeding season. The migraine, migration itself starts with the first rainfall each year. If there's not enough rainfall, they wait. So it's somewhere, there's about a month's period of time when this can happen. And when it happens, it happens based on the phase of the moon. So they may, they may wait a month, but they may not, depending on how well the weather is. I love this. The males start, they, they trek out first. They get themselves to the shore, they take a quick dip, and then they go back because they're dehydrated by this time. And then they go back to build the burrows. The females are following in hordes behind them, and they do the same thing. Then they go into the burrows that have been prepared for them. If you think that that sounds like a weird division of labor, think about this. Over the course of the next two weeks, each female can produce 100,000 eggs. That's right, one zero 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 eggs. That's a lot of work. I think it's only fair that he builds the burrow for all of this to happen. So when they start to go back to the forest, the, the males take another dip, and then when the moon reaches the last quarter of this particular cycle, the crabs gather on the shoreline, and release their eggs into the water. The red crab larvae hatch from the eggs as soon as they make contact with the water. And this in itself is one of the things that is the most dramatic of the the, the what they'll show you in terms of a video. You're not you, you don't go over there expecting you're going to walk out there and help the crabs do this. This is that's not what this is about. This is about being there 
seeing parts of it and viewing the rest at a, at a safe distance. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. I'm, I'm, there's a word that I'm trying to remember. Ovoviviparous is the word I'm trying to remember. That's another word that's fun to say, like onomatopoeia that, that Andrea talked about and brought, sent to us rather in the previous hour. Ovoviviparous, um, though, replies to snakes. There's some word, though, that's about the the, in, the the reaching of the water causing the, the hatching. I don't know what the word is. If you do, please text me. Six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five because it's going to bother me until I find real I remember what it is. Ovoviviparous, by the way, in case you're wondering, is the word for when, when snakes hatch, but there's no egg. The, the eggs hatch on their way out, so to speak. Um, it's that, a that's a tongue twister too. But isn't that a great it, word? Yeah, it's a great word. <laughs> so we have wonderful words in English. <laughs> They're delicious things to say. Um, we're talking about today a lot of things in the plant world. What's on your mind? What's growing? What's not growing? Um, we're going to talk in the, the next half hour about ways we can grow more flowers. So let me talk just a little bit right now about vegetables. Part of why we grow our own vegetables is, frankly, because we enjoy doing it. Now, that sounds crazy, I know, because you can go to the grocery store, you can go to the farmer's market, you can go to your neighbor's garden if you live next door to, you know, Mr. McGregor, and and he has a farmer, has a garden for you to go through. But the joy of growing a little bit of food is a wonderful, wonderful experience. And I encourage you to do whether you, you might plant a fig tree. You might decide that you're going to, I don't know, grow a, a container of your very favorite herb, which happens to be thyme. You may just do one thing. On the other hand, you may decide to do a whole lot more because oftentimes one thing leads to another. But one of the reasons we grow food is because we remember somebody else growing food for us. And as we are fortunate to live in the Deep South where we can garden all the time, we do have that opportunity. But we have more memories, perhaps, because we do come from a place where there were people that oftentimes grew what we were going to eat the next year. It's not that long ago that supermarkets were a rarer thing. And in fact, unfortunately, they are a rarer thing. Those are called food deserts now, okay? And people have to grow, and they do. But one of the things that is also in our memory, the question is always, what uh, what do we what do we know? How do we find things out? Do we really know what year something happened or what its impact was? And in fact, I remember growing my very first corn crop. It was a big deal. I never knew that you could eat corn standing in the field, <laughs> but it was that sweet and that tender and that fresh. That was really something for me. I had no idea. I had no idea, for example, that from the time you pick the corn until you cook it better be short because from the moment you pick the corn, the sugars begin converting to starches. That's why we want to boil immediately or as soon as possible. Okay? So there's all these pieces of things that are memories that we want to bring back to the fore. And indeed, um, there's some things that go into the universe and and put themselves directly into the line of that kind of memory. University of Queensland is working on, interestingly enough, radiation storms. Now, these are Miyake events, or what they're called. They're cosmic radiation things. They, they're about every thousand years that they understand. They, they've been able to note that those have happened. In, in human terms, people wrote down when it happened. But we need to know more 
because all we really know is that we think that they're probably big solar fires. But as we have more and more things that are connected to not only solar energy, but also to the magnetic energy that is so prevalent and so powerful, what would happen to the infrastructure if we began having these radiation storms today? Could destroy technology, could tear up satellites, could mess up, you know, my beloved Internet, could take away those those uh, power lines, transmitters, all of these things. I don't even know. I guess it could tear up the ones that are even underwater. Who knows? The effect, though, of these radiation storms and this we're talking the previous ones is does happen to tree rings. That's right. Because you can count the trees rings because they live for hundreds of years, many times before they keel over. We have the opportunity to look at how these radiation events have impacted the forests of the United States. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I like that. Work from the University of Queensland always helps. It's always interesting stuff. And it is indeed leads us directly to the Geological Society of North America's um, concern for us. One of the things, of course, is always this invasive plant question, this invasive species question. And the Geological Society wants us to know that there are tremendous impacts from these these particular non-native species that invade us. But if we look at the way they have come across in ancient times, it's another case of jumping into our memories getting in the Wayback Machine and seeing how we dealt with them before and what did not work in some cases, but also what did work, then we have the opportunity to study biotic invasions and make less of them. In other words, make them have less of an impact this time around. I love this. Um, I, I had no idea that the University of Tennessee in Knoxville, which, by the way, is a beautiful place, has a Department of Earth and Planetary Sciences where they study all of this. The Richmondian invasion is one of the most intensely studied fossil invasion events in terms of the ecosystem, she says. But the work is groundbreaking here that in that this new work has been able to find out things that we did not know before. And, of course, as we almost always say in scientific research, more research is needed. <laughs> we'll have to write another grant. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm Mike, Big Mike's in Madison. Nope, I wasn't thinking that. Well, yes, it could. There's a lot. Big Mike is having good coffee this morning. I like your ideas. Um, interestingly enough, I'm going to read this one because it's really long. I'll see what I can do. Um, ba, 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 ba. Okay, I'm working on that. That's a, I have, There's two I have to look at during the break, and I will. Still trying to see what that purple flower is. It's a little bit fuzzy. If you can send me a clearer picture, that might help. And, of course, if I'm ever not able to get to your picture because I can't see it um, on, the, on my screen here, you can always send it to me, mamaonair at yahoo.com. Okay? Okay. Excellent. I have never been to Niagara Falls, um, but I want to go. And now I really want to go. I've always wanted to see it. I don't want to go over the falls in a barrel. I don't have that kind of I don't have that kind of risk taker in me, okay? I don't want to bungee jump off of uh, you know, a mountain someplace either. But now there's a almost 2200 foot long tunnel on the Canadian side that has been opened up 
for tourists. Now, why is this here? Well, because when Niagara Falls was built, it was built as a power station, at least in part. Obviously, what we were trying to do was take advantage of all this water to turn it into electricity. They honeycombed the mountains with chambers that harnessed these powerful forces that were over the head of all of this activity. And then they, then in that being because of that, then they were able to turn around and produce so much electricity that it really did inspire the entire area. The, it actually led to Buffalo becoming known as the city of light. If you want to, I mean, I realize we associate that with Paris, but the, the power station operated there until 2006. And since that time, They've produced that we know we have a scale model you can look at. We have all of these magnificent things, but there's six gigantic levels of infrastructure that you have to go down the elevator and go through all of that to get down to this tunnel that they have opened for people to walk through and see not only how it used to be, but how it was constructed. And then you emerge onto the most beautiful view of the falls that apparently anybody has ever heard of. I love this. They said as you're going through this tunnel, and which, which is beautiful in itself, they 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 didn't have any electricity at all, and yet they managed to build this thing like a fortress, four layers of brick, eighteen inches of concrete, and the whole thing is surrounded by shale. It's like a birthday cake, you know. It's got all the layers and the the fillings and the creams and the tops and all of that. But all they had to do when they wanted to open this back up. All they had to do was go in and do just a little bit of brick repair. They added some rock anchors to ensure its structural integrity before they started letting people go in there. But it, it's actually, it, it, they, they had only ever done maintenance twice, and the most recent one was in the 1990s, so it wasn't that long since it had been taken care of. But where the water from the tunnel poured into the river, which you're now walking on when you go through this, is in fact the best place to see the falls. And you can look down and see the tourist boats, too, which is another thing I would love to do. I don't want to be in the water. I want to be up in the tunnel looking at this with my slicker on getting wet, okay? But I'd love to look down there and see you bopping around in a little boat, and and I'd say a prayer for you, hope for the best. But my goodness, what a treat. I haven't been to Canada in a long time. It may be time. It may be time. All right, now. Stick around, my friends. We got more to come. We got a lot going on this morning. This is Weekend Gardening. the ground up from the grassroots that's how we began in 1922 and that's how we do things today the mississippi farm bureau federation celebrates 100 years in 2022 100 years of farming ranching and supporting our 180,000 member families from our state capital in jackson to our nation's capital in washington dc creating policy advocating for a better way of life for all mississippi We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights.
rights for Mississippians. We introduce benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fought to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden Center. Brighten the coming fall days and spice up your porch with the magnificent colors of cushion mums in bud and bloom. Lakeland has them. While you're there, be sure to check out the large selection of tropical plants and citrus trees for your sunroom, too. And don't forget to pick up winterizer for your lawn. Fall feeding promotes deep root growth and helps your lawn weather the winter. Listen to your mama now. We're growing your way at Lakeland Yard and Garden Center. Lakeland Drive and Airport Road. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. If you're one of the 100 million Americans who suffer from high blood pressure, this is for you. New Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure is specially formulated for people with high blood pressure. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free and alcohol-free. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is also decongestant-free, unlike some ordinary cold medicines. So look for Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold, and flu for people with high blood pressure? Medicine. Use as directed. Hey guys, it's football season again, and the College Corner is back to get you geared up for game day. We have significantly increased our inventory, so there is even more to choose from. Still waiting in in Starkville and Oxford? Come by and our staff will have you in and out and on your way. Want to score a touchdown at your next tailgate or home gate party? Then look for us online at collegecornerstore.com or come see us at our Ridgeland store and in Flowood. The College Corner, where it's our job to make your Saturdays great. Having any electrical problems? LaValley Electrical Services. We install new switches, breakers, relays, and Kohler generators. LaValley Electrical Services. We handle new lighting fixtures, ceiling fans, electrical outlets, and LED lights. LaValley Electrical Services. 601-228-9969. 601-228-9969. That's 601-228-9969. Or online at lavalleyservices.com. That's lavalleyservices.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Turn it up, a little bit higher. Radio, turn it up, burn it up, so you know. Radio, la 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 la, la la la, la One of the most wonderful things about being a gardener, frankly, is 
that there's no no end to it. You can grow a little. You can grow a lot. You can grow more next season. You can grow even more the season after that. And you can always, frankly, learn something new. In that regard, I'm happy to tell you that it's time, my friends. That's right. It's time. If you've been thinking about cut flowers and who doesn't, then now's the time to be thinking about growing them. I'm happy to welcome in today the one and only Donna Yowell. Good morning, Donna. Good morning, Nellie. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you very, very much. You know, I I talk about you in such nice terms that I have to say some of it while you're on on the air. I call you the amazing Donna Yowell because I don't know how you do everything that you do. First of all, that always amazes me. But secondly, that you've been willing to put up with me all these years and that we are still teaching and we're even better than we were. (laughs) It's, It's really, really important. The Flower Growers of Mississippi, and we need to add the number two to the end of that if you're on Facebook. Look for us there. Donna, tell us all about it. What's coming up? Well, Nellie, it's it's been so exciting, as you know. Um, the Flower Growers of Mississippi is a series of training uh, to help people in gardens, urban farms, rural farms, to learn how to grow quality cut flowers for, for the florist industry. And the series of training includes Zoom and hands-on training at different farms here at the Urban Farm in Madison and also at our farm outside of Flora. And it's just so exciting. We're about to start our new series, November 22nd. And, of course, Nellie, you've contributed so much with helping me teach all these classes. You know, it's, it's, it's a blast. It's a, it's a wonderful group of people that we get to hear from. And the topics, of course, you know, to teach horticulture is, is part of my greatest joy. But to be able to teach it to people that are so interested is even better. <laughs> And, and, you know, really the focus is is to help create more producers, uh, cup flower producers in the state. Our partner for the project is the Natural Resource Conservation Service. So we're creating farmers, whether that's in your backyard, and urban farms count now in the yes. new farm bill, or on your farm, actual farm property, or if you want to create a new farm, we, we'll teach you how to do that from the beginning to the end. Um, so it's pretty, it's, it's very exciting. The um, There are wonderful of, examples of farms at every level. Some people are growing, for example, the greens in their garden, you know, like tree, leaf, tree branches and, and evergreens and things that go along with plants. Other people plant something new every six months or, like you, every week in the spring and summer. You know, it it literally can be at whatever level somebody wants to work because, quite frankly, and here's the big secret, my friends, everybody who grows flowers in the state of Mississippi sells them. And that is money in your pocket all day long. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and to mention, and the classes are free. And there's two types of classes over Zoom and those farm workshops that I mentioned earlier. And the way to learn about those is through our Facebook page, or you can text me your email. We do have a newsletter that goes out once or twice a month with all of our class schedules. And we'll be announcing the entire year series here um, at our first class, November the 22nd. Wonderful. So so people can kind of plan their schedule and that sort of thing. So it's um, and I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but we have over 10,000 people in the program in some form or fashion at this point. And they're not just from Mississippi. They're all over the southeast. 
our focus, is, of course, is the growing zones here in Mississippi. And the good news is that because those growing zones do extend across the southeast, we're we're basically 7B, 8, and 9, but we, we get a little up into 7. You know, we get a little higher up there sometimes. Mm-hmm. But there's there are so many people that are interested, and there's nobody else doing what we're doing. And that's very exciting to me. We can that thank the – I want to make sure that you have a chance to talk about the National Resource Conservation Service because they are the ones that allow this to be free. Now, we could do this, and you all would pay for it because you have – before, but because the work is so important to the state of the agriculture and horticulture world, we have the opportunity to have their support. That is so true. And, you know, and several people, you know, ask why grow cut flowers. Well, cut flowers is the highest dollar crop that we can grow in Mississippi. I mean, the highest yes. dollar crop. 86% of the cut flowers sold in America are imported. So we're giving our jobs away. Ninety percent of that that we import, we can grow in the U.S. And one of the other things that's amazing, over 80 percent of Americans buy cut flowers. So the markets are there. We just need to put our product in it. Yes. And that's what the program is about, teaching people how to grow this product, how to sell it. And NRCS, which is the Natural Resource Conservation Service, recognized that it would bring a lot of new audience into the farming arena. So we are creating a lot of beginner farmers, women farmers, um, specialty crops for existing farmers, and it's just growing. Maybe I should say it's blooming. It's blooming. You're right. You're exactly (laughs) right. One of the things that I'd love for you to tell people again, because if we don't say it three times, you know we don't get the word across, there are several ways to get signed up for this, whether it's a Zoom or a workshop, whether you already have a farm or whether you want to start one or whether you're just curious, quite frankly. D. Yowell, W. Y. I'm sorry, Y O W E L L, D. Yowell at AOL.com gets you to Donna's email. That in turn can get you onto the newsletter list. But you can also, can't you, Donna, go to Facebook and send you a message there through through Flower Growers of Mississippi 2 is the group, right? Correct. Our first Flower Growers page was hacked. So we set up Flower Growers of Mississippi, the number two, so that you can go on there. And and we have our programs live on that as well. So if you can't join us on the Zoom, you can see it. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can watch it. from Facebook. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, that, so, and, and really, that's one of the things that about this. Well, I know because uh, I was there when we, we were doing this in person and then the mm-hmm. pandemic came along. And so we shifted to doing Zoom and then you would have small numbers of people at workshops. And then now they're getting a little bit bigger, but it's still a, a real small, intense work when people come to the workshop because it's that kind of a hands on opportunity. But when we realized how many people we were able to reach on the Zoom, I really think it made a whole lot of sense. I'm glad that we were able to do it. We used to talk about teleconferencing way back in the day, but that basically meant somebody had to go somewhere and sit and watch something. Well, now it's you can watch us on your phone if you want to. <laughs> yes, and it eliminates all the travel costs and all that. So we've been able to reach a lot more people yes. by offering that. And you're right, the, the farm workshops are hands-on that we actually teach things like uh, how to make plugs, how to plant perennials, how to prep soil, and 
we put you to work. So those workshops, um, we limit the size of those just so it can be more effective. But our Zoom workshops um, are there's no limit to the participation on that. And and if anybody thinks they want to become flower farmer, you can go to the county NRCS office and yes. get your farm number and find out all of the free services that they provide for beginner farmers. Their support is just is really, really essential if, if you're starting out. It's really important to understand what's available. You know, and Nellie, another question that I get a lot is how are we, how are they going to sell their flowers? And we help with marketing as well, but there's a number of ways to sell your flowers. Oh, and absolutely. We that in our classes. We also have a co-op where we help you promote your farm mm-hmm. and sell your product. And again, there's there's so many pieces of this. Once you get started, then there's agritourism. Then there's, you know, there's... Uh, oh, yeah. Who wouldn't it's, like it's, to spend the night at a cut flower farm? You know? Exactly. And it's just layering. It's layering farm, agritouristry, you know, all mm-hmm, those things. Mm-hmm. So, it's really wonderful. It's, yeah, it's been fun. And the other thing that people have really enjoyed, once they complete the series they get a certification as a flower farmer yes and that frankly is one of those things that if your resume doesn't reflect a whole lot of education in horticulture it can reflect that you're a certified farmer and that in turn is an entree to the rest of the world of other farmers part of what happens is we've met so many interesting people and when I find a flower farmer, for as I did this week in my very own neighborhood that I didn't know about, I get very excited. Now I got to go find this person. But in, in, I do the next door. You know, the, the everybody's neighborhood nowadays has that that website going um, to tell you kind of. There depends on where you live, what they tell you, but there's all kinds of stuff. It might be a store opening, it might be a crime report, it might be this or that. But in this case, this was um, dahlias for sale, cut flower dahlias for sale, and she does that classic porch garden that you introduced me to where they're there, and it's an honor system. People go by and pay for the dahlias, and she's making some money, let me tell you, off of these flowers. Oh, yeah, the flowers, <laughs> we can grow quality cut flowers. Beautiful, just beautiful. And because of covid Shipping costs have skyrocketed, so the florists are having a really difficult time getting flowers in from these other countries, so it's all the more reason we should be growing flowers. They're fresher, supports a local economy, they'll last longer, reduces shipping costs, and plus... They support beneficial insects, pollinators. Yep, exactly. That's the other thing I wanted to be sure you talked about. We have such an opportunity to improve the way that we farm. And by doing it with concern for the pollinators, we make smarter decisions. Really? Yes. And it's, it's important. In other countries, you read articles about how drastic it's become, the situation without beneficial insects. So it's important that we... here in the U.S., pay attention to that. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, now one more time, we're going to tell everybody the 22nd of November is when this series starts. It's called Tulip Tuesday, and Donna, you got some tulips in your driveway. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> tell, have. Tell we the are folks going through our bulb giveaway right now. So if you want to practice growing flowers, now is the time. Who really? We have lots of flower bulbs Uh, the list is too long to to list all of them but we donate those Uh, we do ask for a donation to help us pay for the shipping but we give away millions of them and we'll be doing that for the next three weeks so 
we'll post that on Facebook as well when those events are. And any time, of course, that you need information about this, if you if you we have people that aren't on Facebook or you can't get there or you don't remember this or you just hear a little blip as I'm as you're driving along and I'm talking and Donna's talking, you can always get in touch with me, Mama on Air at yahoo.com and that's my email during the week that is pretty much dedicated to business and I'll be happy to get back in touch with you and tell you what all we have said and how to get how to get in touch with Donna and how to get on that gigantic mailing list and how to get uh, frankly how to get yourself started there's one of the things that I've, I've been asked over time Donna is how do you become a writer and the answer is write anything something do it you know get yourself when i didn't have any work i wrote for an hour every morning just to kind of get my mental muscle into that point Mm -hmm. of view i think growing is the same thing and having these free bulbs have the opportunity to pick up some free bulbs and go try them means that you literally are not you just up one one ride up to madison and you're going to be started trying to see if this is the thing for you because frankly you may be surprised how much you enjoy growing flowers (laughs) Oh, and it's you know, flowers add so much to our lives, and and flowers actually help us communicate with others. And, oh yeah, and it's just a joy, and it's it's an important product because if you look at all of the marketing opportunities, it, it just it it's phenomenal, and we should be growing flowers. And plus, it creates jobs all over the state. Exactly, exactly. And a lot of flower farmers are becoming florists, so you're becoming the, flower, <laughs> the farmer true. florist. It's true. Farmer florists and florist farmers both, you know, because this this whole business of grow local, shop local, be local, those are all the things. And it's not because we don't like what goes on elsewhere. It's because we understand what we can do here. And quite frankly, the cost of getting things from place to place is never going to go back down very much, I don't think. So we have a lot more opportunity. Um, I've been talking here for some time about the increasing prices of fertilizer in Europe, which we can see are, are going to be the next thing, of course, is us, because it always it always moves that direction in terms of those prices. But it has led many people, as we have predicted it would, to grow more sustainably, to produce their own fertilizers by composting and, and other such activities as that. And these are all things that go directly into preserving pollinators, growing more flowers, having a better life, quite frankly, both from the flowers and the way that we grow them. And it, you, you have really set this whole thing in motion. It just makes so much sense. I want to thank you, Donna, for being here today. I will see you before that, but I'm going to talk to you on the 22nd, along with all of our friends from the Flower Growers of Mississippi, too. Thank you for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you, Nellie, and thank you for participating and helping develop this program and we would like to welcome everyone. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, now, y'all stick around. we got a minute more to go here on the show. We'll be back right after this. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. This is Ernie Johnson Jr., and those are the stories I love to tell in the broadcast booth. But the courage of college athletes is more than matched 
by another group of young men. The boys fighting Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's the most prolific genetic killer diagnosed in childhood. And there's no cure. But college football coaches are doing something about it. And you can help. It's called Coach to Cure MD. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill or go online at coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501 today. Help college football coaches cure MD. You'll be proud you did. Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association. Working side-by-side with the teams at Bravo, Broad Street, and Salamukis is the best part of my job. I'm Jeff Good, and I stand in awe at the positivity and resilience our staff members display each day, regardless of what that day may bring. These are the faces of hospitality and are the people you support when you dine with us. Christmas is coming, and with it, our annual gift card sale. Buy three, get one free, and 10% goes to charity. The sale ends Monday, November the 21st. Purchase in person or online at 3in1giftcard.com. From all of us, we wish you the happiest of holiday seasons. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label bridge builders you want it you need it here's how you get it miss kelly's veterans day sale thursday friday saturday monday save up to 500 plus 60 months financing you want it you need it get it now from our huge selection of in-stock inventory big discounts no down payment and no waiting four days only at all miss kelly's locations ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. From the dark end of the 
such a pleasure to be here on Weekend Gardening. And no, no one here knows what that noise was. We're not sure if it went out on the air or not. We think it did, but we all heard it here. And we don't. there's nobody here but us, so we don't really know who that was talking. But okay, <laughs> life is interesting. Keeps us all very Got interested. some ghosts in the studio today. Well, and it's not that unusual. I mean, you know, let's face it. We got a lot of ghosts around here. <laughs> uh, yes, Ray, I will send that to you. And yes, I will get that bigger picture or clearer picture, I should say. Uh, what do the flower farmers do with the deer population? We build fences. Um, yes, Big Mike and I are both wordling in four today. If you have anything you want to say about that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check this one out. I think it's actually for Buddy. So can you see this, um, Lance? Save that for him. It's. Do you see that? Can you see which one I have highlighted or not? Anyway, I'm going to leave that for him. I don't, I don't know enough about that to answer. But he does, and he'll tell you. I got to say, I'm not so surprised. Um, (laughs) This is great. How much sleep do you get? Do all the studies about sleep make you sleep less? Do you, does it, when you, when they tell you that, that you need to, if you sleep more than five hours, this, that, or the other thing, if you sleep less than five hours, this, that, or the other thing, all these things are going to happen. All these things are going on. Uh, Washington State University has opened up an entirely new duh file from, from my point of view, where you look at it and you go, duh. A study indicated that sleep quality can impact women's mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> duh. And changed how they felt about advancing in their careers. Duh. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to be stereotypic, but I am going to say that in most households, there's a lot of work that ultimately gets picked up by the the female of the of the pair or or shall I say by one of the partners. Okay, this is not necessarily a, a male female thing, but one of the one of the partners or one of the roommates, one of the housemates, whichever, how you want to call that. Somebody takes up the slack. Somebody remembers to put the trash out at night. Somebody remembers to do this. Somebody, And hopefully everybody remembers to do some of it. But, yes, most of the time, ultimately, it's the woman that wanders through late at night and finishes up whatever it is. And then you have to get back up the next morning and start all over again. So both men and women reported good and bad sleep qualities. But... That didn't, that didn't make any difference whether it was men or women. Both had both of those things. But women actually were more likely to say, I think I'll take a, a little easier today after a bad night. In other words, if, if, uh, if, if mama was up all night sick and you're the daughter and you have a professional career, you might not have as busy a day the next day. Okay. Well, I just say, duh. Because who's going to be up taking care of the baby or the old person or the puppy or the whatever it is? And on the other hand, um, good sleep is important all the way around. I'm not going to disagree with them on that one. Pretty crazy, though. Come on. We talked about baby talk earlier in today's program. And, in fact, um, Max Planck, once again, our friends at the Max Planck Institute, this was case for human cognitive and brain sciences, tells us that the mother's mood, that one that's influenced by how much she sleeps, you know, 
also influences the baby's ability to speak. And I'm telling you something. I'm so tired of being blamed for everything that happens. I don't necessarily get the credit. But if the baby doesn't speak, I don't blame my mother for the fact that I didn't speak. I think that's just, I just was one of those people that didn't speak for a while. Good thing, I guess, because I've certainly made up for lost time in my professional career. But they did, they had to get me some help to get me to speak out loud. I wouldn't, I was not doing it. Up to 70% of mothers develop postnatal depressive mood, also known as the baby blues. Yes, okay. And analyses show that this can interfere with children in the development of speech. So now let's worry about that. I'm sorry. Here's the thing. Yes, terrible things happen. Yes, wonderful things happen. But I truly believe that everybody's mama's doing the best, and daddy, too, is doing the best they can at the time. Okay? And if we don't believe that, what are we going to do about it? How do you? How can we change any of that? Well, we change some of it by being better examples ourselves, but we also have the opportunity to get out there and maybe improve sleep for mama, you know? Take, walk the dog, whatever the thing is that's getting her getting her up too early, getting her up way too early in some cases. Oh, my goodness. I was tickled this week to see that my romaine lettuce is not only putting on some beautiful growth, but it is not losing ground. Sometimes we lose a little bit of ground. Um, the, the lettuce seems like it is is putting on it turns one leaf turns yellow as a new leaf comes out i'm sure you have seen this and if you have not congratulations you're fertilizing enough so what we the rest of us need to do is make sure that we're fertilizing a little bit yes lettuce pansies parsley all the things that we grow across the winter strawberries all the things that we grow across the winter do need continuous amounts of fertilizer they may need a little bit less than if it was the fast growing conditions say of a month ago or the fast-growing conditions that they will experience, say, in early March. But right now, we still need to be continuing to keep ourselves going with all of that. Question about tulips. Good question. Um, Yes, they do need 12 or so weeks of chill. How are you going to get that if you're only getting the bulbs from Donna here in the next couple of weeks? It's real simple. Put them in your refrigerator until after the first of the year, okay? So that's going to give you all the way from, from right now, that's going to give you six weeks. Okay, then a couple more weeks, as long as you get them in the ground while the weather is cold, which is the whole point, really, of this exercise, you're going to get a couple more weeks underground in cold. If we plant the tulips now without chilling them, they come up the first time the weather warms up and we end up having a tulip on a stem about four inches long. You don't want that. I mean, unless you're growing woodland tulips, but we're not. We're growing cut flower tulips or we're just growing garden tulips. In either case, you're going to get the last of that cold in the ground, and that really does work. Hyacinths can be can benefit from this. They'll be a little bit bigger and brighter if they have about eight weeks of chilling, so they need that too. Other ones, not so much. Alliums, nah. Asiatic lilies, nah. Those are those are different. Okay, those are very very different. I was tickled to see this week um, that there's some plenty. There are plenty of ways at least in, in my back garden, to cover things up. And I want to encourage you, if you've not got cloches built, because it turns out that my containers, my cloches didn't fit the containers that I'm using this year. What did I do? Well, I made the cloches for the vegetable table, and it has onions and things in it that don't need covering. So now i got to cover the big pots of lettuce. 
I fa- I had some old. You know how you have those the 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 wonderful snap top snap top plastic containers that are clear plastic, and then you lose the top. <laughs> well, when you lose the top, you can flip the whole thing over and cover up a plant with it. It works great. <laughs> One of the things you may or may not have thought of doing. Because, quite frankly, we don't think about doing that until it gets cold. Suddenly, it is time. Well, I have a lot of pieces of information that I love bringing to you in the newsletter each week. Thank you so much to those of you who are, in fact, subscribing and who are becoming my patrons at patreon.com slash gardenmama. You can pay for the whole year or you can pay by the month. It's your choice. You want to know more about that? You want to know more about flower growers of Mississippi, too? You want to know more about me? Get in touch. Mama on air at yahoo.com. Thanks, Lance. Thanks to all of you for being here today. Come back next week for more. Mama is a production of South Communication. propane gas enhance your outdoor experience this season? When it comes to outdoor grilling, there's no better source than propane. But have you thought about a beautiful outdoor fireplace and lighting fueled by propane as well? The perfect setting. Worry-free grilling with propane. A golden propane fire to sit by and soothing propane lights burning in the background. Impress yourself, friends, and family with propane. Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com to learn more. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Paz Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Paz Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Paz reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paz. It's good medicine. He sent me to... Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? The new degree of comfort. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.